0: Welcome to Life to the Full, a message to Christians. This is a podcast about the abundant life that God promises in Scripture. We want to inspire those who are frustrated with themselves and their communities to live a transformed life that will impact the world.
1: That's right, honey. Our primary purpose is to be a platform that will impact the world through conversation. We want to invite others to connect and unite in curiosity and vulnerability responsibility transform live is about growth learning and evolving a transformed
0: life leads to transformed communities and transformed communities impact the world one conversation conversation at a time
1: spring of 2020 right now the world has paused from this Mm COVID-19 and we are taking that time That we are at home to start the recording and start this project together as husband and wife. So, babe, what is up in season one? What are we cooking, honey?
0: Oh, so much. So, like Patty was saying, life to the full um, is about really claiming for yourselves that abundant life that God promises us in scripture. What does that mean? How does that look? How do I get there? Maybe you're feeling that your life isn't so great right now uh, with everything being on on pause. Maybe you're unemployed. Maybe you don't have a job right now. Maybe you're uh, feeling more married than you have ever felt in your life. You're just like, wow, you're like always here. Maybe it's...
1: Not not in your case, right? Not in my case, of course not.
0: Like, what am I going to do next? Where am I going to be... What's what's, what's going to happen next? So Light, I think this is a good opportunity for us all to pause and start asking ourselves some big questions. So for spring 2020, it's yes. going to be really exciting. We're going to be doing some listening and staying curious in our relationships. So we're going to be kind of spelling out life, L-I-F-E <laughs> for spring, summer, Fall and winter. In spring, it's going to be L, and that stands for listening and staying curious. In the summer, we're going to be doing the I, which is increasing our vulnerability. More to come on that. Fall is going to be F, facing our responsibility.
1: Dun, 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 dun. And
0: in winter, it's going to be E, for embracing the journey of a transformed to ask better questions, which might seem like a weird topic to bring up for the first one, right? Because listening, what does that really have to do with asking questions? You know, a lot of times I feel like we could be bumping around uh, trying to find answers to questions that are leading us down the wrong path. So, there was an Australian nurse. Her name is Bronnie Ware. B-R-O-N-N-I-E-W-A-R-E. And uh, she was a nurse. And she was a nurse who was taking care of people who were dying. Kind of in their last days. And so, a lot of times, she was the only one there that was uh, caring for them. Like, you know, family wasn't there. A lot of times, for whatever reason. Or they weren't there, like, you know, every single day. But she was. So, one of the things that she... She did is that when she was talking to these people, uh, they, they were some of the most life-changing conversations she ever had. Because mm-hmm. she'd be hearing people at the end of their walk, yeah. you know, on earth and at the end of their life, right? And so she was hearing these things and it helped her make big changes in her own life. And so she kind of like wrote a book about the top five regrets mm-hmm. that people have when they're on their deathbed or when they're near the end. Um, and here they are.
1: Paper and pen ready.
0: Regret number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Mm -hmm. So she found that a lot of people were just living their lives for other people, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to fit into other people's expectations and not really living the life that they really wanted to live, not a life that was more true to who they really were. Yeah. Regret number two. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Oh, yeah. So it's not common for when people reach the end of their lives to go, man, I wish I could just go to another meeting. <laughs> or "Ah, I wish I had another email to open. Like, you know, like, so people wish they hadn't worked so hard that they had spent their time and energy on things that really mattered. Regret number three. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Uh, I think a lot of people walk around with their feelings trapped inside. And this is me right here. I have all types of crazy feelings that are going on inside this mess of a human being. Not that uh, much of
1: a mess. It's it's, It's
0: it's, messy. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. (laughs) I'm a little messed up. But uh, (laughs) I, I am currently in the process. This challenges me. This speaks to me about, you know, like, oh, wow, like... I have to make sure that I, I get better at expressing how I really feel.
1: Vulnerability.
0: Being vulnerable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Regret number four. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Mm. So a lot of people through the years, they lose track of those childhood friends. They, look, they lose track of their friends from college. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they move. They go to another neighborhood. They switch churches. Uh, and eventually, you know, a lot of those close friendships are just gone. And at the end of their life, they miss them, hmm. you know. Uh, regret number five. I wish I had let myself be happier. A lot of people just have, and myself included here, have a hard time of just letting themselves just be. Right. Just be happy, you know.
1: They feel like they don't deserve it. So many people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. like you know that song don't worry be happy
1: <laughs> yeah right you used to hate that, that right that song used to drive me crazy
0: because it'd be like the rent is due don't worry yeah i'd be like no the rent is due go get a job you need to pay the rent <laughs>
1: that's probably like the only time in my life that i didn't feel so stressed like i'm actually 80s, i'm actually getting an, it's so funny
0: an irrational amount of anxiety it's right making now me
1: happy. just thinking about
0: that song <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow! Look at the opposite. Yeah.
0: Wow. So that—that's the final regret is that you know people just had spent so much of this precious gift of life being miserable mm. over things that, in the grand scheme of things, they don't really seem to matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you can uh, check out the book. Uh, you can follow a link if you want to buy it. It will help support uh, this podcast with no additional charge
1: to, to you. you. appreciate your vulnerability as you're talking about each of these I wish Uh, I know on top of my head I'm like I live my life to the fullest every day because I live as today's the last day of my life and I have no regrets you've heard me say that I have no regrets like I say that all the time sometimes you tell me the story.
0: She's like I have no regrets and I'm like I would have a few yeah I will have I would have like maybe one or (laughs) you sure you don't have like maybe one or two
1: no, but I do, people. I do. It's, it's one of those things I will tell myself. So I, I know that the blood of Jesus actually washes me away. But I, I think I miss I miss a few things. And here's what I want to be vulnerable about. And put it out there. Because hopefully some of my friends can listen to this. Um, in the whole, uh, I wish I had the courage to express how I feel. Mm. You may be like, well... I need you to stop expressing how you feel, actually. (laughs) However, one of the reasons that I do that or I practice this so much is because a lot of that comes from the inability to express myself as a child. Mm. I didn't know where that outlet was going to go. That was not... Um, it was like you got hurt, sana sana culita rana. It was like, don't worry about it, move on. My dad ripped my jeans, Where's put water subtitles? in my knee, and he told me, get, get back on the bike. <laughs> wow. You know, so I grew up in that environment. We don't give up. You know, we, we win. We don't give up. And but the thing I want to be vulnerable is because right after that, you said I wish to stay in touch with my friends, and a lot of people are like, wow, well, Patty you have so many best friends you keep in touch with your friends but the truth right now it's like this is like scary is that I in middle school I didn't express myself
0: mm.
1: I held grudges and as a matter of fact, I actually do not, have not kept in touch, maybe just one. I have one or two friends from middle school that are my face for friends, but I have not picked up the phone to call them. I have not taken the time to see them. And the honest truth is because I felt hurt. I felt X, Y, Z, which I'm, I'm not going to say in public because I want to be able to tell them. There you go. And I... I want you to keep me accountable. I want people to keep me accountable. Later on, we're going to show you guys how we could do that with each other and stay connected so we could really um, create a platform here. And my thing for this week, and it's going to go down in my journey, is getting in touch with these two friends from middle school who hurt me and XYZ, which I'm not going to say until I share with them. And I want to be back in your life. You know who I'm talking about? I want to be back in your life.
0: That's great. That's wow. awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, it's never, it's never too late. Until all of a sudden, it's too late.
1: Yeah, because tomorrow's not guaranteed, but that's actually so true, you know. Tomorrow's not... Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Not
0: guaranteed.
1: <clears throat> one one week, you could have a Zoom family meeting, and you're like, oh, man, this is a lot of work trying to get my whole family together. And then another week, or maybe two weeks after that, somebody's not here anymore. And that's what happened in our family. You know, I was... Man, this Zoom meetings is very stressful, and, um, who knew that that was going to be the last time that I was going to tell my aunt, it's okay to cry because you're a human and you you're beautiful. And I got to tell her that I got to tell her that in real life, not thinking anything of it, just addressing the fact that she has a beautiful soul and she was in motion because she has a huge heart and I was able to express that to her. And I'm grateful I did.
0: That's great. Whenever people cry, I just, I just feel the need to crack jokes.
1: You do. It's really... I can't stand it. But, it, uh, it
0: really has helped our man. He's
1: not really comfortable with real feelings, people. <laughs>
0: because we're starting to get real. I feel the tears. <laughs> I just suck them right in. Written. And then a good old, you know, Irish repression.
1: Yeah, that's so true. That's all
0: so right. True. So this is why it's so important to ask better questions. Because okay. as time yes, goes right on, back. as time goes on, all these things get harder and harder. Mm-hmm. Something that might have been a simple conversation in middle school now takes some active like digging. You have to I guess maybe Facebook makes some of that better, yeah. some of that easier. But in sometimes especially if it's from that long ago like I don't necessarily remember even how to spell my friends names from middle school. Or what their last names were if I if I needed to get right. in contact with them for whatever yeah. reason. If, if that friendship was that important to me that, wow, I really want to, uh, you know, see what I can do to salvage some of that. So I think it's a good time now while we are on pause. Yeah. Uh, potentially. And even if you are still working out there, it's different. You're probably spending more time in your car <laughs> or more time like out and about. Uh, to really just start asking some bigger questions so we're gonna we're gonna jump right in.
1: Yeah let's do it.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna imagine that you are just a regular regular old disciple of Christ. You're yeah, just right. a Christian you're in a church somewhere whatever. So how would that person start asking better questions? Okay. I'm going to start with where I think it's easier. All right. And that's with the church. (laughs) Because the church is made up of...
1: Sinners. (laughs) I was going to say
0: people, but okay. Uh, Yeah, the church is made up of people who are flawed. Um, And I think a lot of times, uh, you know, we can have different interactions different encounters with people that can cause us just to make certain decisions, um, to believe that the question is one thing, Mm. where it really could be something else. Mm -hmm. So just remembering the church is made up of people. That's number one. If you have problems with the church, I, I love when people do this. They're like, oh, the church is this and the church is that. I've been there. And we've I've been we
1: Continue to keep each other accountable when we're not saying
0: that. Yeah, I mostly keep her accountable. but <laughs> It's true. It's true. We all know it's the other way around. Um, you really have problems with specific people. Yes. Right? So yes. one of the things you can do in your reflection time or, you know, get out a piece of paper at some point uh, is just thinking about all the problems you have with your church, your mm-hmm. local congregation,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: put some names to it. Right. Like you know like oh man like I hate that the church is so judgmental mm-hmm. and they they're not open-minded to new ideas. Okay. You can't like you know, you can't be mad at a organization.
1: Right. You
0: know, like who is gen- judgmental? Right. Who have you felt judged by? Who is not open to new ideas? Right. Who and, hurt you? And going who there? didn't listen to you? Who hurt you? <laughs> um and if you have you know, number two, uh, be specific for your questions or issues with a specific people, not the idealized global church, right? right. The church is just like an abstract organization; it doesn't really exist, right? right? The church is us. The church is people. Yes. Uh, number three, stay curious and seek to understand. Okay, this is uh, someone actually told you this, right? When you were going through. Uh, yes. learning to when ask
1: I know she's listening to questions. shout out to you know who you are. <laughs> My
0: goodness. I'm gonna shout out people's names here. All right.
1: I'm not, I'm not. But you keep but like I'm, getting us there I'm for the drama. Totally feeling this is, that I'm this sending is prime time
0: that. radio right I'm here, guys. Sending love, prime honey. time. Sending love. All right. So stay curious and seek to understand. Um it's a great summary oh. of just basically, okay. You understand that the church is made up of people. You understand, okay, it's not the church I'm mad at. It's specific people, you know, however long your list is. You know, I, my guess would it be would be it's probably not more than five, five mm-hmm. people long at mm-hmm. any given time. It's Maybe you've been end. around for a while. Maybe you're in the in a 10, mm-hmm. 10 to 20 range. Uh, but now stay curious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seek to understand.
1: Mm-hmm. See the other side of the coin.
0: See the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Try and stand in the middle and see what was done to you, see your feelings, right? But then see the other side of it, of what that other person could have been going through, uh, what they were thinking, and trying to approach that conversation with just a spirit of curiosity and understanding.
1: Yeah. And I remember this this advice blew my head because, you know, a shout out to all those nerds who love Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you could also get in the share notes down below from Amazon, uh, that it was seek to understand then to be understood. So I was like, okay, 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 good. I'm going to listen so they can listen to me after that. And uh, that was not helpful for a patty because I was listening and then I was creating my little bullet points of how I'm going to explain how they need to also understand me and by them i meant jimmy (laughs) 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 and so this advice was that okay is it really about patty you being having clear and crystal communication is it really about that it was about our our marriage Mm. so anyway this advice is so huge to me It, 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 it keeps you listening
0: yeah uh, the whole time. The whole
1: time.
0: Yep. So just going in with a spirit of humility. Uh, stay curious. Seek yes. to understand. Uh, be open to being wrong. Mm, you know, what? Uh, there, there was um, there was a person who used to preach, and every time he would preach, I would just get so upset at him, and I'd be like, man, I got to go talk to this guy again. <laughs> oh, why would he say that? And then nine times out of ten, I was the one who had the misunderstanding. Mm. I was the one who misunderstood and I, I, I misjudged him based on one thing hmm. but if I, had, if I hadn't gone and approached him it, that really would have damaged our friendship
1: are you going right? to tell me who that is? Uh, no, I'm just kidding
0: <laughs> that person's name is Patricia Kelly no uh, I'm not going to say who it is uh, right. but you know it was one of those things where it was like it was more on me than it was on them yeah. and just you know approaching that person really helped uh, kind of set me straight really but I had to be open to that Uh, number four, understand that people in church do not know everything and are often wrong, except, except that this is okay. Hmm. So understand that people aren't always right. Sometimes we learn new things, right? Sometimes we are on journeys ourselves where we read something or we listen to a podcast or something and all of a sudden our whole paradigm is just changed. We, it's like we're getting to read the Bible for the first time again. And we want everyone to be on that same journey that we're on. Mm-hmm. And you go, you're so excited. And you go to talk to somebody and they're like, I do not see it that way at all. Mm-hmm. And you can be devastated by that, right? Because uh, it could be something that maybe is really important to you. Like, I really want everyone to see things the way I see it. Uh, But just understanding that everyone else is also on their own journey.
1: Right.
0: And that's okay. Um, You know, I was, I was actually, I was uh, open, I was looking at some scriptures with um, this one person one time. And, uh, you know, he was like, okay, how can the Bible be real? The Bible, you know, I, I, I believe in science. I watch all these science documents. I believe docu- in science. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> clip to insert there. I believe in science. <laughs> I believe in science and the Bible is just so wrong about how things are created and there are no stars or galaxies or planets or all this stuff. And it's like, okay, listen, the Bible isn't a science book. Right. Right. Uh, as, as a person who studied science before, Right, I think of myself as an amateur scientist only because I don't get paid. Really, in my heart of hearts, I am a scientist.
1: Yes,
0: he is. You know, when we find that we don't know something in science, we throw a party, right? (laughs) We're so excited because we're going to get to learn something new, right? And um, I think a lot of times with the scriptures, we approach the scriptures like we know this. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I grew up from a, in a fairly religious background where I I took religious classes every single day of my school life. So when I got to a certain point, I really felt like I knew the Bible Mm -hmm. and I knew I did know, I knew I knew things, right. I knew Mm -hmm. some things. Um, But there was, there's always more to learn. Right. And just understanding that the things that we think today, 10 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, Oh wow. Why did I think that? You know? And that's, that's okay for all part of our journey. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. And number five, do not be afraid. Oh, I love this one. This is my favorite favorite one. Number five, do not be afraid to engage a church, i.e. people, in multiple situations and over long stretches of time.
1: You mean it's not going to happen with one conversation? Yes.
0: I think, you know, I don't think people call it it this, but I like to call it, they think they're going to have the coming to Jesus talk, where they're going to sit down with somebody over a lot, over an overpriced latte, or in someone's home, and they're going to have that one conversation, and that person is going to go, you're right.
1: Don't you call this drive-by discipling? I also
0: call it drive-by discipling, where it's like, you're a sinner, (laughs) and then you keep going. Right, but in one conversation, they think everything's going to be better. So, if you've had long-standing hurts with somebody, right, and that person, you know, is still on their own journey, they still have character flaws, they still have things they're working through, when you go and you talk to them, it might not go well, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you need to go start a new church. Right. That doesn't mean you need to throw out that friendship. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything except that this is a process and this is a journey.
1: Yeah. E- This is why from my middle school friendships uh, and the fact that I didn't know how to express my feelings, but more than feelings when I was hurt, just being vulnerable, you know, that hurt me was all in preparation. So when I became a disciple, uh, I was still a lot of much of a people pleaser. Uh, but when you know, like, best friends are leaving, you could uh, like just challenge them and protect them and be there. I gained this new way of communicating with people, and um, I did a lot of this drive-by. I, I gotta say it. Like, I did. I was just like, "What? I'm gonna point it out." You know, it was kind of like you seen like the scene in Monsters Inc. When um, when they go into the whole world monster thing, somebody walks in with a little bit of the sock from, from the real world, and they just mm. like, attack them. And they're like twenty four nineteen or whatever number they did. That was me. I was I was just like what Psh, attack someone, you know, kind of like maybe COVID nineteen. Somebody uh, in this era that we're currently in, you know, somebody walks in and sneezes. Right, it would be the mm. same reaction. Everyone's gonna like attack, run away, whatever that yeah. is. But uh, anyway, sorry honey I, I I've, done, watch, a, I've uh, done a lot of that where yeah. I think that this one conversation is just gonna change everything.
0: Yep. Don't believe in that myth that one conversation is gonna is gonna do it. Uh, I actually this this is something that I, I feel like I learned early on in my walk. I For me personally, it was because I think a lot of people did think they could have those talks with me mm-hmm. in my own spiritual walk and then I was gonna walk away. And I actually, I actually thought we were having a conversation. Um, so I was.
1: <laughs> you mean when our first year of marriage, you would tell me yes, and I thought you were agreeing? But it was just yes. I, yeah, I'm receiving.
0: I, I've received your information. <laughs> I I understand the words that came out of your mouth, and uh, I, I think am, you're crazy. <laughs> I am gonna go and decide uh, whether or not I need to have you committed. Because no, 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 kidding.
1: Meanwhile, I was making plans because my husband said yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, don't,
0: don't tell Patty maybe either or she's going to be uh, buying your plane ticket to go someplace. Yeah, I'm a little
1: optimistic on that side.
0: But uh, just understanding that, you know, this is meant to be a process. Like, mm, you know, like yes. it's meant to be a journey that if if you're lucky enough, someone is going to allow you to be a part of their own journey. And if you want to be a part of their journey, you have to learn how to be a good traveling companion. And that means being able to go on with them on that journey and talk talk and meet and it's, it's going to be okay right? it's
1: going to be a conversation it's going to be
0: a conversation okay to summarize today we're going to we, we talked about how to ask better questions of your church uh, we're gonna so just to summarize it's just remembering church is made up of people i.e. sinners uh, be specific instead of just saying oh I'm so angry at the church who are you actually mad at right what are your who are actually issues with uh, th- three go into a conversation with those specific people in a spirit of humility stay curious seek to understand four understand uh, that people don't know everything and that's okay right you don't know everything and that's okay and Number five, just don't be afraid to engage people over long periods of time. Forget about these coming to Jesus talks where everything's going to be better from one conversation. It doesn't exist. On the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to ask better questions of your Bible, how to ask better questions of God. The big guy upstairs. All Easy. he? Right. <laughs> uh, and how to if, if you're a church leader, how to or ask Or leading a Bible talk or leading right? a Bible talk. If you're or any ministry, if you're a volunteer leader or you're a leader that gets paid to lead, uh, how to ask better questions yourself as a leader, and how can that, how that can affect basically your job or your role.
1: Right. I love it. So guys, please head over to our website where we have the, not just the show notes, but uh, my honey did a blog on this topic. Um, Put your comments of what, not just the aha moments, but also allow this blog or this community to be your accountability partner. Like, so earlier in this show, I mentioned that I'm going to get in touch with two of my middle school friends. And now out of the five tips that Jimmy just talked about, the one that I'm going to walk away is that this is not a one conversation because this conversation may be like, what? I thought we were good. You know, like forget you or something. We don't know. Or at least I don't know. And so I got to remember that I'm in it for the long haul and you know, yes, I have many best friends right now. However, I've left friendships. I actually left people out of my life and I'm going to take responsibility. So that's my takeaway. Uh, babe, I don't know if you have any of anything that popped in or anything uh, yep. from the nurse that you so, want to share.
0: Yeah, we summarized our five topics. Uh, challenge for this coming week until the next podcast is just you know if you have some issues with the church uh ask yourself some better questions who am i really mad at who do i really have issues with make an appointment go see them call them whatever it takes and then you know just have a conversation and don't expect it to change in one conversation if it does that's awesome love to hear about that in the comments
1: yeah
0: um and if it's you know something that just opened up the process of healing and of bringing brothers and sisters back together we want to hear about that as well. So put that in the comments.
1: Yeah, you know, I just thought about like Matthew 18. We always like, yeah, Matthew 18, Matthew 18. Let's just go a little bit further down. How many times Jesus am I supposed to forgive my brothers, you know? And he doesn't he says what? Seven, seven time times seven. seven. Hello. So, hopefully, that's an inspiration that it's not just one drive-by, what do you call it, expensive latte conversation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever that is. So, please share it with us. Um, honey, again, do yep. you have any challenge that you're going to do this week uh, for our new friends here in this podcast?
0: Yeah, my challenge is uh, basically just to continue to talk. You know, I have. I have some people that I'm currently engaged in conversation with that we we don't see eye to eye in certain things. And uh, guess what? They're still my brothers. They're still my sisters. Uh, we still love each other. And, you know, we're just trying to have that real friendship that's talked about in the abundant life of Scripture.